This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to be talking about the spiritual liberation of Moses. One of the reasons why Christians do not pursue the spiritual goal of what is called enlightenment or spiritual awakening or liberation is the lack of role models in the Bible. Buddhists pursue enlightenment because that was Buddha's experience and he is an example for them. That's the main focus of the early Buddhist scriptures. Same is true of Hindus, with the example of sannyasi, sadhus, and yogis who practice spiritual disciplines of meditation and asceticism. The Hindu scriptures, especially the Upanishads, echo this focus of Hinduism. But when we come to the Hebrew and Christian scriptures, commonly referred to as the Old and New Testaments, there appears to be a lack of spiritual examples of enlightenment or spiritual awakening. But they are there, hiding in plain sight. It's just that they have been interpreted in the light of later Jewish and Christian tradition. Non-dual awareness is the root of all spiritual traditions, as Aldous Huxley made clear in his book, The Perennial Philosophy. In a previous episode, I talked about the awakening experience of Jesus, which happened at his baptism in the Jordan River, but there are many more examples in the Bible. It occurred to me that I should talk about a few of those. So today I'm going to talk about the spiritual liberation of Moses. Moses is the most important figure in the Hebrew scriptures. He is traditionally considered to be the author of the Torah or the Pentateuch, the first five books of what we call the Old Testament, which are the most sacred books of the Hebrew canon. Even though Abraham and Jacob preceded Moses, no one had more influence on Jewish spiritual life than Moses. The most important event in Moses' life was his spiritual liberation, which is recorded in the book of Exodus and is commonly known as the story of the burning bush. To put it simply, the burning bush is a story of spiritual awakening. Now, historians don't really know how much of the stories about Moses in the Bible are based on history and how much is later tradition. But at the very least, we can assume that there really was a man named named Moses who was the founder of Jewish religion. As we can tell from his name, Moses was an Egyptian. At least his name is Egyptian, as are the names of many of the Levites, the priestly tribe of Israel. The Bible says that Moses was actually a Hebrew who was brought up in the Egyptian royal household. As such, he received a superb education, including being taught extensively in Egyptian religion. 
According to the Book of Exodus, although he was raised as the grandson of Pharaoh in the royal palace, he identified with his Hebrew people. Furthermore, he had a passion for the liberation of his people. and This led him to kill an Egyptian taskmaster who was mistreating a Hebrew slave. As a result, he was driven into exile and went to live in the land of Midian, where he started life over again at the age of 40 as a shepherd. He settled down, he married, he had a son, he adopted the religion of the area and of his father-in-law, who was the priest of Midian, religion that was centered on the nearby sacred mountain known as Horeb, also called Sinai. It was there at this holy mountain, and Moses had a life-changing experience. As the story goes, Moses was out shepherding his flock on the far side of the wilderness, which I think we are to read spiritually as well as geographically, and he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. He noticed something strange on the side of the holy mountain. It looked like a bush burning with fire, but it did not go out, an eternal flame. He understood this, as a message from God, so he turned aside from his flock to get a better look. And as he drew nearer, he heard his name being called out, and he responded, Here I am. In Hebrew, it is Hene, which is normally translated in the Bible, Lo, or Behold, or See. It is an exclamation uttered when one discovers something. You know, similar to the Greek word Eureka, I have found it. Moses had found what all spiritual seekers around the world throughout the millennia had searched for. While walking in the wilderness, he saw divine reality. Moses realized he was on holy ground. He removes his sandals and hides his face. What is described after this is an interpretation of a spiritual experience. If someone had happened by that spot at this moment, all they would have seen was a man on his knees in prayer. But for Moses, it was a life-changing encounter with the divine. This experience of Moses was retold and changed over the centuries. This encounter with the God of Israel in time became more and more about the liberation of the Hebrew people from their bondage in Egypt. But the original experience was about Moses' spiritual liberation. It was about waking from ordinary life to spiritual reality. And we can still see the essence of Moses' spiritual experience in the text in Exodus. According to the story, Moses wants to know the name of this divine presence on the holy mountain. If he's going to bring a message from God to the Hebrews, he knows what name to call God. God refuses to give a name because God is nameless. But eventually God concedes to Moses' request. God says to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. That nameless name is the essence of the experience of Moses on Mount Sinai. It was the awareness of I am. This is not just a name. It is a description of the awareness of Moses 
as he comes in contact with the divine presence. This encounter of Moses and Mount Sinai came to be expressed in his life as a passion for social justice and freedom for his people. This is an important point. This is the unique contribution of Western spirituality to non-duality. In the West, spirituality is normally expressed not as a retreat from the world, but an engagement with the world in the form of social action. That is why I believe that Western expressions of non-dual awareness, such as Christian non-duality, are much more accessible to Westerners than Eastern forms. In Western spirituality, inner spiritual liberation is always tied to outward expressions of social liberation and justice. Moses' encounter on the side of Mount Sinai was expressed in the words, I am, or I am what I am. That is the meaning of the name of God normally pronounced Yahweh. And this was not just a one-time experience for Moses. In the book of Exodus, we see Moses regularly coming into the presence of this I Am in what was called the Tent of Meeting, which was a private place of prayer for Moses. And this way he continued to integrate his initial awakening into his life and ministry to his people as a religious and a political leader. The heart of Mosaic spirituality is this sense of I am, or I am what I am, is what philosophers might call being, the capital B. This I am is not to be interpreted simply as a name for God. The story makes it clear that God has no name. God is not an object to be labeled. God is the subject who is. God is the only subject, the only I am. To meet God is to meet the only one. What Moses experienced is what we call non-dual awareness or spiritual awakening or enlightenment or liberation. It is I amness. That is the symbolism of the burning bush that was not consumed. Not only the burning bush, but Moses' physical existence was being destroyed as if by fire, but not consumed. He was being reborn through fire, becoming one with I am. This is the same consciousness that Jesus had with the Father. Jesus referred to himself as I am, saying before Abraham was I am. The Gospel of John uses the phrase I am as a framework for understanding the nature of Jesus and our identity in Christ. This is oneness with God, unitive awareness, union with God. It is the root of Jewish and Christian spirituality. But in the long run, this non-dual awareness lost out to theism and a dualistic system of religion based on doctrines and rituals. But the origin of Jewish religion is the oneness of I am. As Moses taught the Hebrew people on the same mountain in the most famous verse of the Torah, 
the Lord thy God, the Lord is one. This realization is the liberation of Moses and our liberation. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.